Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com. Wayne Pratt here. If you enjoy The Gateway, take the next step and support us by going to stlpublicradio.org and making a donation. It takes just a minute and will help keep this daily news podcast possible, as well as all the in-depth news on our website and airwaves. Make a donation now at stlpublicradio.org donate. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, March 25th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri's governor says the state is facing a financial crisis as it deals with the COVID-19 outbreak. Mike Parson says the state's budget is based on roughly 2% revenue growth, but now that projection is unrealistic because the coronavirus is derailing the economy. The governor of Illinois is issuing a similar warning. J.B. Pritzker is not sure on the financial impact on the state, but projections from as recent as two months ago, quote, would not be useful at this point. St. Louis County is also anticipating a big financial setback. County Executive Sam Page says revenue was set to drop drastically because of lower sales, property, and gaming taxes. He says the county will likely have to spend plenty of money to deal with the virus. All sectors of the economy are being hit, and hospitality industry officials have released some numbers to put losses into perspective. The American Hotel and Lodging Association says more than 17,000 hotel staffers will be out of work and more than 50,000 hospitality-related jobs will be lost in Missouri because of the pandemic. St. Louis Public Safety Director Jimmy Edwards says more jail detainees will be released to keep the inmate population low during the outbreak. He says, quote, 20-plus people could leave the jail in the next few days. Here are the numbers. Missouri is reporting more than 200 positive tests and around 10 deaths. There are roughly 100 cases in St. Louis County and about 40 in the city. There are more than 1,500 cases in Illinois and 16 deaths. The state is reporting at least 12 positive results in the Metro East. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All tells us about a group of college students using 3D printers to make protective masks for Phelps Health Medical Center. As we mentioned, government leaders in Missouri and Illinois are attempting to get a handle on the financial impact of the COVID-19 outbreak. Missouri Governor Mike Parson says the state's budget is based on revenue growth of nearly 2 percent, but he says that is now unrealistic because coronavirus is draining the economy. There's no doubt the original budget we proposed is going to change drastically. There will be major changes as we move forward. Parson says the state has allocated $18 million to buy personal protective equipment for medical professionals and first responders. Most of the money has been spent, and he says orders of millions of medical masks and other protective gear should be arriving within the next few weeks. In Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker says there will be a negative impact, but he's not sure on any numbers at this point. He says the administration will have to work with the General Assembly to come up with a new budget for the fiscal year that begins this summer. St. Louis County's top official is also expecting a big financial hit from coronavirus. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports that assessment was made at last night's council meeting. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says that county revenue is set to plummet because of lower sales, property, and gambling taxes. 
He says he's expecting the county will have to spend lots of money to deal with the virus. During the first ever meeting of the St. Louis County Council held via video conference, Page called for, quote, massive investment in public health infrastructure. He says public health care is being pushed to the limit to combat the virus. The council was meeting virtually because of coronavirus fears. Members of the council approved sending more money to the county health and police departments to deal with coronavirus consequences. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. A new grant program is offering short-term financial relief to some locally owned businesses in the region. Music venues, retailers, and restaurants are among those that can apply for the Gateway Resilience Fund. The Gramophone Sandwich Shop owner, Rue Yowitz, helped start the initiative. This is specifically to support affected individuals, like bartenders that would have been buying groceries today based on tips that they would have earned last night, or somebody who would have been cutting hair yesterday, but their barbershop is closed down. The fund will also give a few larger grants to businesses in parts of downtown St. Louis. More than $400,000 has been raised so far. Public gathering restrictions throughout the region are making it impossible to have a traditional funeral. Missouri and Illinois have both restricted public gatherings to 10 people. That means some family and friends are not getting an opportunity to pay their respects. Missouri Funeral Directors and Embalmers Association Executive Director Donald Otto says some funeral homes are offering to live stream services, while others are helping families plan small graveside services instead. They're planning a very small event right at this moment and then hoping to schedule a more traditional service with a minister, priest, and homily and uh, eulogies and remembrances and all of the things that are so important to people as they go through the grieving process. Otto says the association has been instructing funeral home directors to discourage physical contact at services and make sure loved ones who are sick stay home. In other news, the city of Ferguson has tentatively agreed to pay nearly $2 million to settle claims it charged illegal fines and fees to thousands of municipal court defendants. St. Louis County Judge Joseph Duker has given initial approval to the deal. Those who paid a fee to have an arrest warrant recalled or because they failed to appear in court, dating back to 2009, will receive a partial refund, but they have to file a claim. A final hearing set for May 2nd. This settlement has no impact on a separate federal case that accuses Ferguson of running a debtor's prison. The hospital in Rolla needs more medical gear to help fight coronavirus. Instead of trying to find protective masks in a decimated market, it is relying on the local university. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports a ragtag group of engineering majors using 3D printers is working around the clock to produce the masks. This past Saturday morning, the head of Phelps Health Medical Center called the head of Missouri University of Science and Technology and asked if the school could make protective masks using 3D printers. Spring break had started, but the campus was already empty because classes were moved online. But the school put out the call to any engineering student who had a 3D printer to come to the campus design center five blocks down 10th Street from the hospital. By noon, a team had assembled. About two dozen 3D printers are whirring away, making prototypes for filtered masks that can keep the coronavirus out of the mouths and noses of medical workers. 
More than 20 S&T students from almost every engineering discipline dropped everything to work on this project. Eric Schneider is an aerospace engineering major from Omaha. He got the call, came in with his 3D printer, and went to work designing a mask. He's wearing and testing one of the prototypes and says 3D printers are a perfect solution for this kind of problem. So the thing about it is, is it's really good for stuff like this when masks is, is where since we're developing it and we need to print out prototypes, it's very easy to prototype stuff because I can have eight to 10 prototypes out in one day instead of having to manufacture the things to make the prototype. In this case, a mask with two removable filters in it. The flat plastic-like mask that comes out of the printer is warmed up, shaped to fit an average person using a mannequin head, elastic straps are added, it's tested and ready to go. Max Foley is a senior electrical engineering major from St. Louis. He's also wearing a prototype and says with so many cancellations of classes and projects, he was happy to work on the masks. For us, we kind of already expected to be working. We already expected to be doing something and this is just kind of a shift of what project we're focusing on. I can understand why it seems crazy, but for us, we've been doing this since we got here. So it's just the life of a student at s and I guess. Missouri S&T engineering students participate in all sorts of design competitions, from building a Mars rover to a solar house to a race car. Chris Ramsey is the faculty member in charge of the design center. He says making the masks is possible because of the skills students learn in the classroom and competitions. That sense of urgency, that sense of, of rallying, you know, thinking about what you need to do, making a plan, and then executing that plan in a short period of time is something that our students routinely do at these competitions. By the middle of the day Tuesday, just three days after rousting students out of bed on spring break, the team had a final design and went into production. Dr. Casey Burton is the director of medical research at Phelps Health. He says the students exceeded all expectations. These face masks are such an innovative design uh, because we can change out filters. Uh, we can re reuse these masks throughout the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, so we do not need to order hundreds of thousands of disposable masks. Uh, we can rely on a small maybe two to 3,000 set to get us through this crisis. The design team estimates they can make 70 to 100 masks a day, which could make enough to meet Phelps Health's needs in about a month. Senior Max Foley says he's having fun and trying to remember the importance of the work they're doing that could save lives. When you kind of take a step back every once in a while and kind of think about it, it kind of hits you more. But when you're in the weeds, when you're in the process, when you're in the design, you kind of almost get away from the big picture. You take such a big step in that you kind of forget the impact that you're having. The design team is also sharing the final design with any hospital or university across the country so they can use their own 3D printers to make them. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.